Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find more episodes on any major podcasting platform such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and even on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure to follow and like Spoiler Force Podcast on Facebook. What's up everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Listen, I have a podcast studio. I do multiple podcasts. I listen to Kevin Smith's podcast. Those podcasts don't matter. The only podcast that matters, Spoiler Force Podcast. They record in Michigan, my friends. And if that's not an indication of how awesome this podcast is, the uh, my man Ricky Veng, the, uh, the the host, he's Asian. So that's, that's, that's all you need to know. I love the Spoiler Force Podcast. Listen to it. Subscribe to it. Like it. Download every episode. And then do all that all over again because I love Ricky and I love the Spoiler Force Podcast. This is Ming Chen. I love you, Ricky. I love Spoiler Force Podcast. Listen to it, everybody. So this is episode 75 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you guys for tuning in. I know this is a very, very late episode, at least on the East Coast. It's 1 o'clock in the morning, I think. I don't know. I don't know if it's that late, but it is pretty late for me. Um, this is the latest I have done any episode, really. Uh, but let me introduce my guest, man. He's been on the podcast before. You guys know who he is. Do I need to introduce him? He does Hmong reactions to, or he does reactions to Hmong music. And the hip hop stuff. He's hosted two contests now. One that's almost done, um, and we'll be talking all about that and about the Moan artists and stuff like that. So let me just introduce him. And he he doesn't need an introduction. You guys should know who he is. Let me bring in DC Reacts, man. What's up, DC? Thank you for doing this, man. Hey, what's good, Ricky? Well, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, dude. This is like crazy because I think the last time when we podcast together, it was around this time last year before Thanksgiving. And hey, Ricky, real quick, give me a second. I don't know why. Let me see. Hold on. Okay. Give me one second. I I, I was I was good. Can you hear me good? Yeah, you're good on my end. You're good. Uh, yeah, that yeah, Yeti we- mic is super clear, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, appreciate you for the heads up, man. You you really uh put me up on game on this Yeti, the you know the blue Yeti and everything. So I was trying to get the one you have, but it was all sold out. But I got this one. Is yeah, it, I mean it's practically the same thing. It's just the model I had was the more newer one. It's really just like a bit of tweaks with the software and stuff, but it's practically the same thing. And what I what I plan what I plan to do now is I'm trying to get like this thing called the the Zoom H8, mm-hmm. where it's like a, it's a portable microphone like uh, recorder. So that, there's like six inputs in there. You can do like six microphones individually, have different audio tracks recorded, and then I can hook it up to my laptop, to my PC, and stuff like that um that one's gonna be pretty dope too but that that costs like 400 bucks so that's gonna be my birthday present for myself <laughs> there you go there you go yeah, spoil yourself spoiler yeah for real <laughs> man no what i was saying before uh before you had to fix your audio i was saying that it, it was crazy because last or this time last year you jumped on my podcast for the like you were one of the first few guests you know and during that time I, i'm if, if anyone who's listening or watching that doesn't know D, i was following dc's content when he was like at 100 subscribers still. And then to see him blow up last year to 100 to 1,000 subscribers, I was like, man, I got to get on him before, you know, he gets too big and I can't book him no more. So I I got DC first. Um, Appreciate that. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I find I really like this story because, you know, like we practically started around the same time and to see your growth as a content creator, uh, it's really motivating for me, um, especially doing things in within the Moan community. You know, you're not like reaching out yet to the mainstream stuff yet, but what you've done so far, it's really, really, really good. Like what you've done with reaching out to different artists, bringing up like these new Hmong artists that a lot of people don't know just out of nowhere with that first contest, you know? Yeah. That was definitely a lot of entries. That first one, 106 to be exact, really though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you even have people that were not even Hmong entering in? Now, that's what I like too. Had a, I think that what they, they entered late though, right? Was that, was yeah, that what it was? It was uh, I told them that uh, it was just Hmong, but I was still releasing at the end afterwards just to show them some love and for even recording, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's why I dropped it afterwards. <clears throat> but um, yeah. Yeah, and for ones who are again for those who, of you who are watching, man, um, you know, when I first record, if you go back to the episode, I think it was like twenty six around there for spoiler first podcast, you can find it on YouTube or any <laughs> podcasting platform. Uh we record like how I recorded it. I like telling this story too, because like I, I borrowed my sister's laptop at the time and I had like these little clip on mics and I, I I literally recorded it through my phone. I had these clip on mics, I, I hooked it up put the audio feed on the speaker end of the laptop and got your audio. And and then, you know, now a year later, we're doing this on StreamYard, man, oh. like face to face and <laughs> video chat stuff. Like it, it's for me, I'm still like kind of shocked at the improvement of, of how both of us, how we grew our content, you know? Um, but yeah, man, I, I can't thank you enough for doing this again, man. And, uh, but yeah, man, let's just get started, man. I, I didn't, I know that there's so much to talk about with the, Bro. With bro, the yeah, music yeah, stuff yeah, in your contest, yeah. dude. Um, um, go ahead, real quick before you get before we start. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that, like I told you from day one, um, you know, no matter how, where our journey leads, like I always got your back, like no matter what, you know, what I'm saying we got to support each other. And I, I told you, whenever you're ready, just holler, I'm down for it. So, always gonna be that way every day, all day, man. Dude, thank I appreciate that so much, yeah. man. Because you know, it, it, it to be honest, like for those of you who don't know. Content creation is not as easy as everyone thinks it is, especially when it comes to collaborations and trying to uh, work with other, I guess, content creators and anyone who's trying to be in the entertainment industry because it gets very competitive. So, you know, like even even if like, for example, DC and I, even if like one of us makes it big and the other one doesn't, there's I'm glad that I was able to work with you from the ground up you know, to see that growth. And I think if anyone really podcasters, anyone who's doing reaction videos or musicians, man, you got to work with those who are going to grow up with you, not the ones who are like super far ahead of you because they, the ones that are already ahead of you are established. They're not going to look back down and work, bring you back up. You got to work with those who are the same level. So you all rise together. That That's really, how really. I really see this with, especially with your content DC, man. Like that's how I see it. And I, I really appreciate that, that you're doing this for the, Hmong artists out there who want to like bring out their voice or like you know get themselves known if they don't have a I guess a very established uh platform yet I, I guess that's how you can say it like but then like you know what you do with the live or at least weekly that you try to do the weekly videos or the weekly live streams and then you react to the uh their music and stuff so I think that was a really big improvement on your end too doing that Appreciate all the love, Ricky. Really do, man. But yeah, man, let, let's let's get to this first topic, man. The your your contest that you're doing right now. I know that I, I watched your last live stream earlier this week. Um, 
I know you said something along the line. I think you put it on Facebook too. Like you were gonna, uh, excuse me, you're gonna announce the winner tomorrow or Sunday night. Was that was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, initially, I I was gonna announce it on Monday, <clears throat> but uh, I was like, you know what, a week is well enough, and I'm off Sunday, and um, I've been like listening to the. Uh, let me turn this off. I've been listening to the entries over and over and over, and once I have my favorite, I'm like, damn, another one. I, I listen to this guy, and I'm like, damn. So, um, I do got a lot of work ahead of me, man. It's gonna be a tough decision. Just I'm putting it out there right now. Like, I it's hard for me to decide, man, because I have a few top ones that I really, really like, and it's hard for me to just pick. And I still gotta, I'm still considering um Flowgasm's pick as well. So, uh, definitely we're gonna be both talking about that tomorrow night. And I might record it just so that everybody can see what's going through our, our thoughts at, uh, while we uh, pick the our winner. Yeah, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to know his thoughts too. I know he hasn't jumped on your <laughs> live stream in a while, but him being a judge, I, I wanted to know what he picked because for me, when I was listening to the contestants that joined in, I'm, for those of you who are listening, I'm not a big music head or anything like that, so don't take my criticism so uh, harshly. But I, I uh, thought that for the first. At least the ones that I placed. Uh, I think first place should go to uh, Mr. Chillax, the Batman and Robin one. I really like that one. But then a very close second though was the I forgot his name. Mafia is a uh, the track for yeah him. His was, his quality was really good. But I'm a bit biased because Mr. Chillax threw in Batman and Robin, so I'm like, damn, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that. And so <laughs> you guys know I'm a big comic book fan, so. <laughs> Um, and then Kid Swami for third place, man. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of his. I, honestly, this is, I'm very biased because I I love Swami's music and style. So I was like, damn, he, he's pretty good. But I I think he could have done a little bit better. I I felt like he did well, for, like okay. Mm-hmm. I think if he put more time in, I think he could have done a much better track lyrically. Um, honorable mentions would be like, I like the Misfit. I liked his. I liked a lot of his uh his punchlines. Um, audio was okay. Um, and then, you know, everyone else did really good. I just, uh, yeah, the, the two that really stood out was Mafia and, um, uh, Mr. Chillax and then, oh, and Stephen L those three, yeah, I forgot to mention him too, but right. the, like, just based on audio quality too, because right. you know, I'm always listening to podcasts and hearing people talk. So that I kind of have an ear for that kind of sound when, you know, if you hear that when they're rapping and it's not like studio kind of quality, you can still kind of hear like, Oh man, you can tell they did that in the basement kind of thing. Definitely, man. Look at you. Look at you uh, analyzing these songs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I try to, man. I, like I said, man, I don't, uh, for those of you who are watching, don't take this seriously, man. Cause like, mm-hmm. I'm just a podcaster. I'm a big comic book nerd. So, you know, judging music's not really my forte. It's just something that, I mean, I like music, but I definitely rap. I cannot judge that. You know, <laughs> you definitely got to thank for quality, though, because I, I seen you when you first started. Like we was talking about earlier, you really upgraded. Like you keep upgrading your quality, and everything's getting better and better and better. So obviously, you kind of know, you know, quality. So when it comes to that, you know, so well, yeah, because because with music and, and podcasting, when you're talking with someone, um, if you're just if you're just listening audio is a huge thing you know like, yeah. like especially for for me i'm really like ocd with like the nicks and <laughs> like small tick stuff in my background so um that's why i, I decided to get like a, a semi-expensive mic to at least block out most of the stuff in the back and then uh you know 
I, I, I spoke with you on, on the on Facebook message. You know, I'm trying to build my studio, in my room. Um, yeah. I'm gonna let the secret <laughs> out for you guys. I'm actually recording in my kitchen. That's how, that's how I do my podcast. I'm literally sitting in my kitchen. Bro, um, look, look at this layout, man. This explains it all right here. Like, look at this thing <laughs> running at the bottom right here. Like, this just shuts my platform down. Like, DC, you need to upgrade, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I spend a lot of time too, just like learning um, bigger shit programs. out. Yeah, that's why, like, whenever you message me, I try to at least give you what I know so far because I don't want to give you like the wrong information either. But yeah, but man, you, like, you've been very helpful though. Like, you really did help me uh, put shit, a lot of things together. And shout out to you for that too, as well, for sure. And I, I, I do it because, man, I, I know you're a good person, man. You know, I've had my run-ins with people who just try to like walk all over me and, and stuff like that. So I, that's why, like, if if anything, if I help someone, <laughs> it's because I trust you. It's not because I'm picking and choosing because I know that person's a good person. But much it, love, it speaks love. a lot to your, of your character, man. But let let's continue back on. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go. shout out to the sponsors. Uh, first of all, I forgot. I should have mentioned that first. Shout out to the sponsors. Emblem. Um, I forgot the other guys. Uh, shot caller J. Shot J. And then who else? Um, um Emblem. Shot caller J. And not Suki anymore. <laughs> Suki kind of disappeared on me. Uh, oh, okay. Of course. And um, the last one, Shot Caller. What who I say? Shot Caller, Emblem, and. Um, is that it? Just and then, because I know I did it too, but. Oh, is that it? yeah, you. Yeah. Shout <laughs> out. yeah, yeah. See, that's yeah. All, you got me confused there. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. 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 I wanted to make sure I got <laughs> their, their names out there. See, like, once I get done with this podcast, I'll have their information up too at, up after. Um, but yeah. You know, thank you guys to all the sponsors for helping this contest out. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, I, I on the last podcast, I, I told you that I was, I was going to help you out in the, the next contest or at least the one after the first one. And, you know, so I, I, I came through. <laughs> Yo, you really did, though. You really did. Uh, also, there was a few more sponsors that did reach out and wanted to help sponsor. But then I was like, you know, we had enough people. And um, we kept it like that. You know, I didn't want to do too much. So, uh, you know, it was just a perfect amount what we did right there. I, I think appreciate, one, appreciate you, man. $1,000 for a prize, man. That's not too bad, especially coming from just a small platform, like compared to what other contests are, you know, coming from us right. that just funding on, on our own, out of our own pocket, you know? So I think that's pretty, pretty good prize for, especially for anyone who's in the music industry. Like that's, that money will go towards all your equipment <laughs> and, and everything. <clears throat> yeah. So, can you say at least who you think is gonna? Who's your kind of? Who's your pick so far? Like I don't, I don't really want to leak too much because, like I said, I'm always thinking about it. I'm always thinking about this. Like I'm already at the point where I have so many, a handful of like really the ones I really like. Now I'm just picking at what they didn't have. You know what I'm saying? So okay, um, yeah, I'm already at that point right now. So it's like I said, I'm really dissecting it and breaking it down to the T man. Like I, I deserve, I think that so a few of these guys, more than a few of these guys really deserve it. Uh, but I just really got to work on this one. To be honest. Are there any uh, of those artists that you plan to interview next? I know you haven't done an interview in a while, man. Yeah. 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 I've been laying low off the interviews. Cause like I said, I, 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 I still get intimidated myself asking that artists, is, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, Kevin Knox just commented was cracking Kevin Knox, man. Uh, uh, I, I hollered at him before about an interview, and he said whenever I'm ready, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to that. So hopefully that could come through pretty soon, too. You know, I, I know that you answered this question multiple times already in your live streams, but 
just to ask you on my <laughs> podcast. When are you getting David Yang on your interviews? <laughs> I, I watched that live stream. When you talk the episode, yeah. And yeah. David's like, let's let's link up. I'm like, oh shit, that's gonna happen. When is it gonna happen? Well, cause that's that's like how David Yang is though. Like, I'm sure pretty sure he's busy with his shit. So um he'll pop in and pop out, and uh that's it. Like that's that's basically it. Uh maybe maybe I might just start reaching out to him because I have messaged him before on Facebook, but I'm sure he gets so many messages. Um, I don't know if he even saw it, you know what I'm saying? Or he even knew it was me, you know? So you might have to talk uh, some shit so that he can respond. <laughs> <laughs> right on his timeline or something, right? <laughs> but uh definitely want to sit down with that. And um speaking of interviews, Ray Vang, y'all know Ray Vang, right? The yeah, the, the guy, guy who like, comments on like he makes videos and, and like comments on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his thoughts and shits. But uh he he hit me up on the comments in one of my videos. So he said, Hey, hey, bro, come through. Just have some bears, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that might be popping off pretty soon. So, yeah. Are, um, are you going to do that in person or? In person, yeah, because he, he don't live that far from here. So definitely needs to get that done. A lot of people have been waiting on that one. But to answer your question, David Yang, as soon as I reach out to him and see what he says, I'll, I'll keep you updated, bro. Yeah, because if you don't get him on, I'm going to try to reach out to him, too. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Do what you got to do. I, I totally support what you do. Like I said, even if you do, I'm you know, whenever I have the chance, I'm still going to do it, too. But, like, I will never be like, oh, Ricky, don't fucking do it because I'm going to do it. Nah, yeah, I ain't like that. I'm just playing, do, man. Just fucking do it, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the whole thing man, and, and take notes, you know? Yeah, you know, it, it was, you know, not that he's on the, the topic. I, 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 feel, I felt bad because, like, the times where folks wanted him like for interviews and stuff, then he had all that personal shit happen to him. Yeah. So I'm like, man, it, it really wasn't fair on our end to kind of ask him right away, you know, when everything's hot. And, um, but I, I don't know if you've seen this, but he's collab collaborating with Hua Vu from like Thailand Laos over there. I've seen him make, make uh, a post about it, I think, or somebody did. Um, but I think with him going through all this, whatever he's going through, it might be good content. You know what I'm saying? It's good content. There's a lot of things you can talk about, man. That's how, that's how I see it. Uh, if he's up for it, I'm sure if he's asking for an interview, and he if he tapped in and said, hey, what's up, an interview? I'm sure he got a lot to say, you know? And he's got that EP coming out too, or that he's dropping too. That That's some pretty big stuff. But yeah, man, like, um, I, I know. What's your thoughts on that, on that collaboration with him and Huavu? Because I know you reacted to Excuse me, you reacted to Hua Vu's content too. And uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorite reactions. <laughs> um, Vu herself, dude, she's doing big things for herself. Whatever she's bringing to the table is getting a lot of attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to respect that no matter what. But to me, it's like, it was so new to me when I first started seeing her music. It was so new to me that it was like funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, like it was, it was like funny. It made me laugh. But at the end of the day, Girl is hustling, and I hella respect that shit. Uh, the collaboration with uh, David Yang and her, it'll be interesting to uh, see what, what happens. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that KT was trying to reach out to her, too, before. Oh, that yeah, they, that's right. Yeah, they were going to um, collab, too. So, But that never happened. I, I, I ain't never seen none of that popped out. Yeah, because like I, I was following. I don't know if David posted it, but it was David posted him, him and Hovu, and then there was one with Pong Vang and Selesna, and then Another one with Vu Peter and this other girl, Tic Tac or whatever her name is. Like I, I don't know her name, but <laughs> um, if I butchered her name, then please correct me. But yeah, apparently there's like a East and West kind of collaboration thing going on. So that's I think that's pretty interesting to see how like 
uh, Hmong Americans are going to collaborate with like the Hmong Thailand or Hmong Laos uh, artist. Um, I mean, you've already got one sp sponsoring you already. You got Sake Lua wearing your shirts overseas. Oh, or speaking of Sake Lua, man, shout out to Mr. Sake Lua, bro. Like, I'm supposed to interview him too, you know, pretty soon too. I forgot to mention that earlier, bro. Like, that just uh, blew my, uh, went past my, my head, but. Yeah, I was supposed to interview him too. I'm gonna ask, like definitely ask him about the life there, you know, uh, the culture there, and uh, why he's all sad. You know what I'm saying? He's all singing about trying to find love and shit. So definitely gonna figure that out as much as I can on the interview, man. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> you should ask him why he got rid of the Dora haircut, man. I think that's what really oh, I, made him stand out. I did, I did. I asked him <laughs> when he came on. Um, he said that his mom said he looked too gangster. So. His mom, his, mom, his mom made him cut his hair because he looked too gangster with the long door here. That's what happened. And that's bad. Right. Damn. I mean, like, that wasn't like, you know, as much as we make fun of the haircut, like, that was iconic for, for someone like him. Like, that, yeah, that's what stand out. You know, like, that's how you, and that's okay, Luba, because the haircut. Um, but I think that's pretty interesting, man. Like, are, are you kind of intimidated, though, like, trying to brush up on your mong? with him too no nah, i'm gonna do what i can that's it you know you can do so much uh, <laughs> i'm gonna do what i can uh I, i've been practicing a little bit you know so you're gonna use google translator or something <laughs> no nah, because when i speak i speak to my mom in Hmong. you know it's not always the best the best uh you know pr pronunciations when i speak in Hmong, but I, I i just talk to i just say enough for her to understand and she understands you know i'm not very strong at it but i do know how to speak it but just not strong and um uh, yeah, I give you credit for that, man, because my mong is like, it's terrible. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I used to be able to speak mong okay, because like both my grandparents used to live with in my house with my parents, and then uh, they moved out. So I think in my middle school, the high school years, I, I dropped it, and then it wasn't until like a couple years ago where I started picking mong back up again because of the music. Right. Uh, yeah, but I, I I couldn't interview anyone overseas <laughs> like that. I'd be like, I'd have to use Google Translator and just like type it in. <laughs> It'll be a challenge, but we will get it done, man. For the for for the audience, you know, we'll get it done. Yeah, man. That I think that was pretty cool though. Like he's one of the few that has your shirts. I was I was about to buy one of your shirts too, but you said yeah. you weren't selling any. Yeah, honestly, I don't have none for sale. Um, the only reason why I made it, like I I, I said it before my live stream, was because I seen him made a post. Um, asking every uh, people whoever had a shirt to send him a shirt because you know what I'm saying he wanted to shoot videos and stuff, and then I didn't see anybody respond like reply or you know uh, you know jump jump on it like here we go you know what I'm saying but so I was just like you know what let me show the brother some love and shit you know he's out here trying everybody's been in that time of their life where they want to try something so um, I just hit him up like hey what size you wear he just like large and I was like all right I got you and then. He didn't really think I was serious. He just texted me back with an emoji, like, high five, you know, whatever. Like, he didn't think I was serious. And I was like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I went, I was like, fuck it. I hit up my the dude that sent me some shirts before. And I was like, hey, can you make me some, like, a few DC React shirts? I need ASAP, you know? And he's just like, I got you. And then he fucking, uh, you know, I paid him. You know, he sent it through. Right once, right when I got here, I went to the post office and was like, oh, yeah, I already had his address. So I went to the post office, shipped it out right away and say, Matches him is like Stalky Lou, hey, they're on the way, and he was like, still was like, okay, high five, right? And I was like, all right, this dude is not excited, so fuck it, it's all good, whatever, <laughs> right? But when he got it, bro, but when he received it, he 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 called me, right? He called me, and I was like, what's going on? What's up, bro? He's like, he said it in moan, he but he was like, um, DC man, 
you are a real ass friend. Fucking you walk, you talk the talk and you walk the walk. And I hella respect you for that shit. Like, thank you. Much love. I really appreciate you for doing this. I was like, dude, I, it's all good. As long as you like the shirt, it's all good with me. And I said to a few of them. So he's just like, so fucking like, you know, blown away. Like, I'm pretty sure he was wearing it like left and right and shit. Like, but <laughs> it, it was happy for me to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? It was happy for me to see that shit. No, like, that, I think that's, that's cool, man. Like, I would geek out too if I had any merch and someone overseas was wearing something like Spoiler Force on it. I, I would definitely <laughs> geek out. I'd be like, I'd be so happy, dude. Like that to, to know that there's someone out there. Like, cause when when I listen to my when I see the stats of my podcast and I try not to look at the numbers, dude. I I know that there's lots of people from California that listen to my podcast. Mostly, I don't know where Rosemont's at, but that's where the stats are at. Rosemont, and then like, uh, and then Sacramento, and then some people from Michigan and I have like this consistent listener from France somewhere. Right. Whoever is, if they're watching this, please tell me who you are. Cause I, I need to know who this French person is that's listening to my podcast. Cause their hey. stats are, are consistently on my, on my, um, on my podcasting stuff. But yeah, man, that that's freaking amazing. man. I think that's, what's so great about how uh, the content that we've made so far, it's able, it's not able to just be in our local communities. It's, international practically it all depends on who gets it who gets to it first um but man is there anyone else that you want to interview besides the ones you have planned already like is there uh, any other artist or you know i think who i think who i'm trying to get a hold of right now is uh i think oh yeah magic magic hang was was on on go too. yfa boy was on go so i think they're ready for it when i hit him up but another dude that I do want to interview was YB from uh Ryan Records. Um I yeah, think I've heard him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he he just has this thing about his music where it's just like authentic, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he might not be the favorite artist of the Monk community, but he has this thing about him that is is authentic about him. And he he writes about when he writes about he writes about like his emotions and shit. So uh, I I really want to interview him too, and I heard he was in Cali, so I was like, damn, I need to I need to tap in with him and and uh, get him on an interview, you know. And I heard that he's just making music on a download right now, and it's coming out soon. Stars Vood leaked a little bit of it on my live stream, and that shit was pretty fire. So YB is one of them. Kalia Universe, I still want to uh, interview Kalia Universe. You know what I'm saying? Talk about her growth. Talk about how much she's uh grown. You know what I'm saying? Like all the shit she's accomplished. You know, uh, Kalia Universe. Um, who was another one that was on my mind that I wanted to reach out to was uh man, I can't even think right now, but <laughs> but definitely Clear Universe is one of them because she is one of the bigger artists that's popping right now in the in the mainstream of the home community, you know what I mean? Yeah, I you know since yeah, you brought her up, I actually um was surprised that their collaboration with Not Her was pretty good. I, I like that. I was just listening to that song before you messaged me on Facebook. I was just listening to it. I'm like, man, they're, you know, when I think about it, when I break down that song, I was like, I'm surprised that they were able to get Not Her to rap to their style of music because I know Not Her style is a little bit more like fast paced, more old school mm-hmm. kind of versus theirs is more mainstream, very, yeah. uh, I guess, not slowed down, but it, it's definitely not at the pace where Not Her's rapping at. But I thought that was pretty cool that they were able to collaborate with him like, on that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't know if because I've never attempted to to reach out to her either. But if the if they, I guess, 
asked for money, would you be would you pay for it though? <laughs> um, I mean, like, yeah, like I respect it. You know what I'm saying? If they said, hey, um, you know, this is how much is this how much it's gonna charge. If it's reasonable. Uh, definitely respect it. You know, I respect it. And I, I ain't tripping off that. You know, so right. uh, like you said, it's easier to work with someone on the come up than someone already there. I mean, already up there. So I, I totally understand. You know, I, I respect it, bro. I, I would. Yeah, I honestly. I, I I would like I've I've paid some of my guests to that, which is why I ask you this because you know it, it's it is a it's a business, man. People forget about that. I know that a lot of us are friends and uh, I guess acquaintances, so we kind of give each other some slack, you know, like we right. just do it do it out of love. But I think especially musicians, though, man, I, I feel like yeah, you know, people kind of forget about that aspect where it's you know you gotta. You gotta pay people <laughs> for their work, man. You can't just ask them to jump on a song. Or I, I think I heard Magic say something like this, but it's like it's just business, man. Like you have to at least initiate that, or at least bring that up to the artist or producer. Like, hey, how much is the beat, or how much is it for a verse, or whatever. And then if they agree to it or say that you know they'll do it for free, then then okay, you know. But you don't want at least for me, you don't want to ask someone like, hey, jump on this, um, and kind of like volunteer them to do it when they don't want to. Yeah, definitely, bro. I agree, man. Can't so, <laughs> oh my bad, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, no, you didn't go. go ahead. So, with the Hmong artists of this year, like at least their songs and stuff, I know 2020 has been a crazy, crazy year, you know, with COVID and all the political shit, and then for you out, out west, you guys had the fires and stuff. So, uh, is that gone now or is that still going on? No, 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 it's, it's gone. Um, man, for a minute, for a minute, bro, it was stupid, smoky. Like, I, I kid you not, bro, you go outside and then you just see ashes laying on your car. It's, it was like that. Like, anybody outside wasn't wearing a mask. Luckily, the pandem- pandemic did have everybody in masses because that shit was thick, bro. Like, it was, it was, it was pretty bad, man. Ashes everywhere, but it is it's definitely gone now. Oh, that's good. Because like I was kind of worried. Like I, I didn't know I, I followed it a little bit. I saw some of your posts on Instagram and um yeah, I saw the one where you walked out of work and you're like, look at that, and it looked like it was snowing, but it's actually just all the ashes from the, the forest fires. Yeah, but glad that everything's okay over there, man. Like, I sure. I saw like I saw it to the point where the fire was getting to like Oregon up more on the northwest side. Um yeah. but yeah, that that's pretty scary because I don't know how that would feel like because living out here in the midwest the worst we get is probably snow um, <laughs> and floods but don't get over here yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah forest fires are scary because like what the, that one couple this past summer that did the baby reveal or the gender reveal and they blew yeah. up the, the box the box just yeah. for that fucking wild man just for yeah. that just because of that cause chaos <laughs> like you gotta be like how how stupid you got to be to to not know that man like especially where you live and yeah. how easy it is for like a small spark to pick up in a very dry area like that i saw that video i'm like these guys are stupid i would oh it gets me pissed i don't even live there and i get mad i get mad already bro for but, a while for a while we we had we was uh going through a drought where like there was little water bro they were talking about pumping water out of la and la didn't have no water you know so it was crazy for this a few years back but it gets like that here in Cali. It gets super hot, especially the guys in Fresno, uh, people in Fresno, bro. It gets hella hot for them in Fresno. Fresno is like more down south too, and um, south is where it's more hot than Northern California. Northern California is not as hot as down there. You're more in the suburbs, right, or you're more in the countryside? 
Uh, more. I'm in Northern Cali, so not not in the suburbs, but more in like Middletown, like like middle. Okay. Midtown, yeah. Okay, so you're not like far away from people then, right? You're. It's almost like a. Yeah, yeah. I'm right in town. I'm right. In yeah, town. around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know California is a huge state, so I only I've only been there like maybe once or twice, and uh, I've been to L.A. once, and then uh, I think I went to. What was it, Santa Monica? That's probably oh. it. But that's where I grew up. All the people are at, so I yeah. didn't get to see the the countryside or anything. I, I have some uncles that are growing plants over there in the on the countryside, so I, I haven't seen them yet. But plenty yeah, of that here. <laughs> I know, right? There's, I don't know how, like, uh, how everyone's going to be doing it because I know that there's uh, rules and regulations for that. You can't overgrow or or else they'll, they'll take that shit away. But I know that there was that that phase where like a bunch of monk folks, I don't know if they're still doing it, but tons of monk folks were just moving out West or down South just to grow plants. Was that something that you considered <laughs> doing at all? Um, yeah. You know, honestly, like just to be honest, uh, it's a good question. Um, I've always thought about it, but like, I always like want to be here for my, 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 my kids, you know what I'm saying? So like, I couldn't see myself gone for months at a time like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to be here for my kids because uh, me, just me personally, though, you know, just my opinion, like I grew up not knowing my biological father. So it's like I don't, I couldn't see myself being gone for months at a time like that. You know, I just want to be here for my kids. So uh, that's why I never really went out and like pursue that route. Yeah, that's understandable because you know, I, I seen my uncle do it. Like he's it's always like every every other season where he's out. So like like he'll be gone for one season, come back and then be gone again. So yeah, I understand that. Plus you have like younger kids, so that's that'll be really hard on yeah. them too. But and you know, not, nothing against anyone who's doing no, that. It's just no. like, you know, that's the thing right now. That everyone's doing that, and <laughs> then you know, CBD is a big thing. And uh, bro, was, look, if I was single and, and I had nothing, nothing to do, like or like I didn't have like that much of my mind like that, I'd be all over it. Probably. <laughs> That's where the money's at, man. Everybody, everybody making it. Everybody doing it, bro. Like respect, man. Everybody hustling, doing this shit, bro. Whoever can that's doing it, like they getting it. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, it, it is pretty. Like I guess the word I can't think of the word, but it's quite a bit of hard labor too. You know, I, I couldn't be out in the field like that all day. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I, I would complain a lot, but you know, with. Well, how everything has been going for 2020 for you? How, how how has that been? You know, with just the COVID and stuff like that with your kids and all that have that hasn't affected you too bad, has it? Um, the only thing that really affected was my school. Like I graduated for uh, sterilization, and uh, right after that, bro, the pandemic hit, the lockdown, so uh, the hospital wasn't accepting students for externship anymore. And that was right when I graduated too. Right when I passed the board exam. Um, nationally certified and, you know what I'm saying, got my certificate, everything, and then boom, that hit. So that did affect me a little bit, but it, at the same time, I think that it happened for a reason, too. So I, I ain't really tripping off of it. But as far as the kids, man, the kids are doing good. They love homeschooling, just chilling. <laughs> man, it's easier for you, too. You don't have to get up and yeah, take from the school. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I, I enjoy that. I just got the notice from the school that said it. Um, that kids won't be attending school the rest of this year because the COVID cases are rising. I'm like, fuck it, cool. You know, I ain't got to get up and take them to school like that. 
Is is it pretty bad over there? Like, are people not wearing masks in California? Because I know here in Michigan, like there there's folks who are like refusing to do it. Like, I no, think no, Michigan, over everywhere you go, you do see everybody in masks though. So everybody do it is everybody's scared. Like, I think not scared, but they're cautious. You know, so uh, it's a good thing, I guess. Yeah, because I think Michigan. Um, I may be wrong, but I think Michigan's like close to a third spike. So I don't I don't know when. Um, so. <laughs> A lot of the folks here, at least from what I've seen, um, you know, if they don't want to wear masks, they don't have to. But I think it's just kind of funny because they're it's more like children getting upset at an adult. You know, they're just like, I'm not wearing a mask. Fuck the governor. You know, they're they're doing that kind of shit. You know, it's I I really don't know how these people like don't, um, I guess, not consider, but like don't think about the effects of it. Yeah. COVID is real. And (laughs) I mean, there there are cases where like hospitals use COVID as a as a way to say like you know they died of COVID causes when it hasn't happened for money. But right. still, I think it's just for the for for just your neighbor and for yourself, just wear a fucking mask, man. Even if you don't want to do it, just do it. Um, you know, we're trying to get things back in nor- normal here in Michigan. You know, I think like I think a month ago we just had movie theaters open back up, and it was just so awkward going back to theaters, and I. I think I only went once to watch uh, Tenet, that uh, that Christopher Nolan movie where yeah. the time backwards. Like I was, and that's it. That, that's it was so weird. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think being home all the time and just being secluded has really messed up social interactions, like just going outside and stuff. Definitely, man. Definitely, bro. I even gained some weight just sitting around all the time. But I mean, we gotta do what we gotta do, you know. It's real, man. Lost the uncle to it. Rest in peace, my uncle. It was a sad time when that happened. And um, man, it's crazy. Yeah, everyone, you know, sanitize and stay clean. But to move on, um, are there anyone else? Is there, or not? Is there anyone else you like to collaborate with? Like, not just interviews. I, I, I've been watching like a lot of like uh, different. <laughs> I guess Hmong, Hmong people reacting to videos. You know, have you ever thought about like collaborating with them and doing like a joint reaction video together? <laughs> that never crossed my mind, honestly. I've never, just to be honest with you, I, I've never thought of that. But uh, I do want to incorporate my 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 kids with me though. Like they they've asked before, so I'm I'm just. But then like I would really have to. I would want to review the song first, and then it wouldn't be a real reaction. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Um, that's why I haven't done it. Cause, but they have, they do want to try. But then I don't want to play some, and then they're talking about fucking smacking somebody from the back. <laughs> so, uh, so definitely, definitely, that's something that I, I want to do. I just maybe I gotta find the right song. But uh, you know, yeah. that'll kind of branch out your your brand, though. I mean, like you know, there's those uh, Moon Kids. Um, was it All Nighters? Uh, the KLS boy band group that oh, their yeah. nephews and stuff like that. Your kids can probably react to their music, but not oh, to like you know, that's a good idea. Yeah, not, not songs like you know, Sons of No Time, you know, reference yeah. gangs and stuff like that. I love them, but like you know, kid, I, I, it'd be really weird to see kids <laughs> react to music like that, you know, just talking about like thug life and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, what the hell are they talk about that? Maybe there will be some good content. You, you might be onto something. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that'd be that'd be pretty cool though. I mean, like I think lots of folks are doing that with their kids nowadays. You know, uh, kids are like being encouraged to play games and create content, TikTok and all that nonsense now. Yeah. Uh, but, but what's your thoughts on this though, man? Because same thing goes with 
musicians or any artists or producers? Do you find it? Do you think it's better for kids to start off young like that? And then like, if let's say if they reached fame or something like that, do you think it's good, better for them to do that or wait till they're a bit more mature and then go out for that kind of, uh, that kind of career choice? Like as far as like creating content or. Yeah. You know, cause like, um, for, I, I can't think of a good example, but like, for example, like, let's say if your kids blew up overnight with their content, right. And then, um, you know, they're going to be getting all this media yeah. or press or whatever. Yeah. Do you, would you, ra- would you yeah. rather have kids start off young doing content like that and then blowing up or wait till they're a bit older, like maybe, um, in their early twenties or so, and then trying to blow up after that. Um, I, I really don't mind, bro. Like if my kids, if my kids like went viral or something for something stupid they did, like I would totally support it 100%, man. Um, I tell my daughter all the time, don't let myself tell you, uh, you know, not to change your dreams. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, if you want to, if you want to do something, just do it. Let me know and I'm, I'm going to support it. So if it's something they want to do as, as young as they are now, I'm going to support it. Like and if it don't work out, then it don't work out. But um, I wouldn't hold them back. I wouldn't hold back. Uh, let I wouldn't hold them back. I wouldn't hold them back. I think like overall, like just the general content creations, that's not too bad. But I, I brought this up because you shared a video, I think a few days ago or a day or two ago with uh, someone from a studio. I don't know who it is, but this, someone from a studio mentioned like one of the young uh, artists that got shot or died. Um, <clears throat> King Von. You know what I'm talking about? Like Von something? King Von, yeah. Yeah, like he, he was a young apparently he was a young artist who, who passed away. Um I bring that's why that's why I brought this up, especially when it comes to music. You know, a lot of these young cats who I don't want to say glorify, but that that's what it's almost like where they glorify dying young, kind of the, yeah. that's what the guy was saying in the video. That's yeah. why I, I brought it up because you know, if you're a young person trying to pursue a, a let's just say let's just say a rap career, because that's where everyone's everyone's trying to be a musician. So mm-hmm. If you're a young artist, especially trying to pursue that and then like what you're representing in your music too, do you think it's kind of do you think that they should do it at a young age like that where they're not even that mature yet and talking about stuff like that? Or do you think they should just wait until they're a bit older? Um, to me, music don't have to be about that topic, you know. Like honestly, if you're good at it, if you're talented, it don't have to be that way. Uh that's what I'm saying. Like you could be somebody big as long as you're talented you don't have to choose that route you know people people choose that route because it's what's it's 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 what the culture is you know hip-hop rap if you want if you want to use rap for example like rap is about like that swag the style the you know the culture of, of, of whatever it is right and most of the time from the 90s it's always been about like fucking just let's just be honest you know saying selling drugs fucking you know what i'm saying being thug and fucking doing this and that this and that like that shit still carries on to this day so um you don't have to be you don't have to chase that route you know to be fucking famous shit look at j cole you know j cole he's not a gangster he don't rap about gangster shit he raps about life he raps about college he raps about girls like it just it just however they choose to be you know i would never let my kids rap about fucking um make music about killing and drugs and shit. I'm like, shut your ass up. You don't do that shit. You've been living with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I would call him out on that, but I, I, to answer your question, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think that if they're talented enough to do what they want to do as a, at a young age, I'm still going to support it. You know, I just wouldn't let them fall in the wrong direction. 
That's a really good answer, man, because, again, for – I'm not – because, again, I'm not from a music background like that, so I don't know a lot of, like, hip-hop or rap history. But just seeing stuff like that, too, you know, like, these artists are so young. They're not even, like, um, XXX. You know, he was not even 25 or he was, you know, young, and he got shot in his car like that, dude. Like, I – I just, I I think coming from like a general perspective, like seeing that kind of, seeing the rap culture like that being glorified for young kids who aren't of that lifestyle, trying to do that. I think that's a big miss, like message or misunderstanding for kids who are like coming from the suburbs and then trying to be like Crips and blood and stuff. Like, come on. And you got to know where you're from. Like, I wouldn't rap. About stuff like that, and I'm from like the inner. I'm, I'm from like outside of Detroit. I'm not even in Detroit. I'm just a, like a one or two miles outside. I'm in the suburbs. I I I, I wouldn't be taken seriously as that. But um, but yeah, man. I I just think it, it's it's very sad to see young artists like that. And then you know, I saw this one. It was like last year. Or so I, I saw these kids freaking doing TikToks, and they were teaching kids how to crip walk. <laughs> on TikTok, just like you guys don't know what that is, man. Like you guys are gonna get shot doing that. It's just a TikTok dance. The thing is, the the gang culture is always gonna be there, bro. Like always gonna be there, man, because of this the hip hop culture. You know, it it has a lot to do. Um, like we we just talked talk about earlier with that culture too. The gang, the um, you know, everything's kind of like blended in now, and and a little bit of everything. You know, you, like like. Like you know, you know the hardest Asian rappers right now. You know, Stupid Young, Eminem. They all talk about gang shit, right? And then they're popping. Like everyone wants to be that. You know, what I'm saying that's what they're doing. So it's like it's like a trend. That shit ain't gonna never end. You know, just be honest, man. Just yeah, be but I, I think that's very dangerous, though. I mean, unless you're in that lifestyle, like that's very, it's a very dangerous trend to follow, especially if you're not of that life. Because you know, people people in that lifestyle they have stuff to rap about. You know, like imagine. It, like I said, it's hard to not. It's hard to be an artist when you don't have nothing to rap about. What are you gonna rap about? If you don't gang bang, or what are you gonna rap about? If you haven't never been through anything. What are you gonna rap about? Love? Then that's a whole new genre that you know. What I'm saying you should be pursuing. You know, so it's there. It, it's hard, bro. It's hard to, to explain, but man, <laughs> yeah. Like, this again, is not, days, bro. This no, yeah, I, again, not to knock knock on anyone who's you know, who, who lived their life like that or anything like that. I'm not trying to disrespect anyone, but never, never. It, it is, it's a very thin line, especially when, when the culture of that is like, it's very enticing to, to kids who aren't of that. So, you know, f- for me growing up, I, I grew up very safe. I grew up very safe growing up. So, uh, you know, even for me, like I had, I had cousins and, and family who, who tried to do that lifestyle. And, you know, I'm, kind of glad my parents were really strict on me that I didn't fall into that lifestyle. So um, seeing the consequences of people who don't know that history or that culture, and then they try to do that and then they get checked, you know? (laughs) So it's, it's pretty sad, but you know, to move on from, from that, I just hope that anyone who's listening, that's an artist, that's not of that lifestyle, please check it, check your history and make sure that you don't don't have to do that. No, you don't have to be, you don't have to be, gangster to be a a artist like there are gangster rappers and you know we respect their music and what they do but you don't have to be one as well like you can make good music you don't have to be no fucking gangster don't have to represent this don't have to represent that bro like just honest man if you're good enough you don't need it bro straight up if you like podcasts like me and want to start your own use buzzsprout buzzsprout is a very effective and easy way to begin your podcasting journey 
With easy-to-use tools, Buzzsprout can help you get your podcast to major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. You can view stats, create audio clips, and even have your own podcasting website. Buzzsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of people to begin their own podcast like myself, and you can find ideas, tips, tricks, video tutorials to better your own podcast. Follow the link in the description to start your own podcast today. And once you sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. This lets Buzzsprout know that I sent you, and this also helps support Spoiler Force Podcast. Happy podcasting. Do you struggle with eating junk food and late-night snacking? Well, I've been using FNX Sports Rebalance Super Greens, and I've been able to control my eating habits, get my daily vitamins, fiber, and loose fat around my stomach area. The Rebalance Super Greens comes in multiple flavors and is easy to use by just mixing the supplement in water. You can drink this anytime during the day and feel energized without any groggy after effects. Use the code SPOILERFORCE, all one word, S-P-O-I-L-E-R-F-O-R-C-E, and get 15% off your very first order. Tony uh, Bone, he said, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for following me. Yeah, he he commented uh, when I shared this on the hip-hop page, too, uh, that group page, so shout out to him. You doing the, the freestyles on your live stream, like what? I know we talked about we talked about this when what when 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 we were on Coolio and Fax News there right. on their mini uh, I guess collaboration that we did. But you guys, I mean, just doing the live streams or the the, the freestyles on your live stream, man. Like, how, is that something that you just kind of winged it, or did you already plan to do something uh, like that? No, like it was like a uh, a tryout. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, how it, how 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 can I bring more content? Um, to the community in different forms, you know? So like reacting is, 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 is the main thing I do, but then like, uh, just, and then I start going live and I'm like, you know what, since I'm going live, let me try to bring people on, try to rap battle. Like, let me see how creative people really are. And, uh, that's like a tryout. Um, what I did learn from it is to have a successful like rap battle on live. I have to be more organized about it. So, that's something I'm working on too and trying to figure things out, make it more uh, organized so it'd be more clean. And, you know, I, I, I learned a lot from Bone, you know, after the live stream, Bone will hit me up and be, and be like, you know what I'm saying, next time, um, you know, you know this and that. It was kind of, it's kind of messy. Like, I, I, I wrote it down right away. Like, okay, I got it. Boom. So I'm trying to improve every time. And uh, hopefully when I do have some have uh more rap battles it'd be more orchestrated it'd be more clean more organized you know so i learned from it like i said it's a tryout honestly i this is just from my take i don't think Streamyard's a good program for that because yeah. the yeah. sharing the audio and stuff like that yeah um <laughs> you would really need a pc like a built desktop yeah. to, to that way you have like a uh, a better i guess i can't word it right but to a better system that can run faster and better without having any lags um, to your program. I think, I, honestly, I think OBS would be the best program, but then uh, you would need really fast internet too, because you'd have to connect to them and then they would need good, good service too, or good internet because if their service is not good and they're going to sound like broken up on their end too. Right. So it's a lot, especially to do it over like video chat. It's, it's a bit challenging. It but is. It is. I, I 
if COVID ever ends, maybe you should try to do something in person, like a like just like a wide shot of like them battle rapping in person against each other. Or I mean, if you do COVID regulation, just put like a wall, <laughs> a wall in front of them, so they don't have to like be six feet apart. <laughs> that should be hard to do something live because you know there's not a lot of people from Sacramento that has battle raps. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's like flying people out. It'll be like a challenge for me. Yeah, we got to the point where people are like donating towards that. You know what I'm saying? Where like people are donating towards it, and I could use the money to fly somebody out here to battle somebody live. Like that would be a whole new level. Um, but it's definitely in you know in the book, definitely in the makes. You know, it's like something like OnlyFans for that. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can see me in the you know. Y'all can see me in the and uh, you know. For, for for those of you, OnlyFans <laughs> is not just for booties and for, yeah, for titties. Yeah, that, I know, that, I know. You know, that's the funniest thing though, because yeah. everyone gets that misconception of that. Crowdfunding is literally the best way to go if you're an independent artist or content creator. I mean, yes, OnlyFans has that. It has that um, that generalization to it, you know, <laughs> sex workers and stuff like that. If, yeah. if that. if that's what you do, good, good for you. But you know. <laughs> but only fans <laughs> what's your thoughts on that man like man i heard yes if i opened up with you only fans motherfucker gonna laugh like what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? like that's already the concept of you know what pops up in the mind when someone says only fans in the dot com so it's like i would never do it <laughs> but but what but your question was Oh no! What, what's your thoughts on OnlyFans, man? Because like I think Yasmi brought in like thirty k within a month for just no doing shit. that. Oh my that's god! That's fucking man. wild, and that's more than what people make in a year. Or then, I wanna, then I want to interview whoever is a uh, fucking subscriber because I need to know if it's worth. It. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys subscribe to Yasmi, that's the man. Because, <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding, man. Like, dude, the, people are really paying. For OnlyFans, like the service, like like girls don't even mostly. It's I know it's mostly women that's doing like the sex work kind of thing on OnlyFans, but it's it's crazy that some of them don't even go nude or do any of like the acts. Yeah, or anything. Some, some yeah. girls just dressed up in lingerie. Dudes be paying them, and yeah. you could tip them too. So not only are you paying the subscription fee monthly, some dudes will be dropping like hundreds of dollars just for tip. They bet they off subscribing to a porno site, man. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing, man. Like paying for porn. I mean, porn's free on Pornhub. You know, so like I don't know. It, it, it. I, I, I have a friend who knows people that subscribe to like you know to Yasmi's OnlyFans or yeah. uh, even Gloria's and um the other girl that interviewed her. Like some some people are subscribed to them. They literally pay. Like if you. If, if any woman that's doing that, good for you, man. I support that 100%. Not to not <laughs> your, your job choice, but it's uh, for me, seeing that stuff, it, it, it's just pretty, it's still like culture shocking to me because at least for me, hey. you know, I, I wouldn't pay for it. I, hey. I mean, I'm, I'm more like, you know, there's porn on the internet. So <laughs> you, have, you have access, though, to your homie stuff. <laughs> no, I don't. But I heard people have been like leaking photos and stuff though. I don't know how they're doing that. Maybe it's I don't know if it's just through screenshots and stuff, but people have been doing that. Yeah, I'm just asking for a friend, man. Just um <laughs> uh, 
send it to my messenger if you do got <laughs> I just want to see what's about but uh let's <laughs> go man oh let me take a look at the comments man uh so coolio thanks for joining in man uh, shout out to coolio fax news <laughs> and, uh, oh coolio uh, I saw Alex. Thanks for joining, Alex. Alex, Alex is jumping on my stuff too. I know I've been seeing him on your on your content too, man. Bro, shout out to Alex, Alex. Alex be on. Alex be hella supporting, man. Like shout out to Alex too. Dude's always supporting. Bones on here. Shout out Bone. Uh, supporter sponsored DC on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Yasmin, bro, send me a lingerie. I'll wear that shit and send it back. <laughs> I think that's what she's doing right. I think she's yeah, she's doing that shit, bro. Can you imagine? Can you imagine all the dudes, bro? Can you imagine all the dudes that's sitting her lingerie and she wears it, takes pictures of it, and sends it back, and they fucking smell that shit and fucking whack off to it, like? <laughs> Dude, you know, okay, that's a good way though. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts are, what does her boyfriend think of it, or Gideon think? That's of crazy. It? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, right? She's What's she's in a relationship like, too. Imagine, like, I don't know how I'd feel, but I, I think like, DC, you're married. Imagine your wife doing that, man. Uh, like she. she Bro, I, I think money talks, man. To, to be honest, man, it's like it, 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 it's whatever it takes, bro. That, that's what that's how I see it right now. That, not me, but I'm just saying, like, for, for, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell myself, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, they're doing whatever it takes to grow and you know bring in that revenue, whatever it is. They doing the thing. Gotta respect it, man. It's the hustle, man. It's the hustle. It's crazy. That, I mean, that's what it is. That's the trend right now, man. OnlyFans really is like the the thing. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me just let's see, uh, Alex. Yes, I got your your tip, uh, your donations. Uh, thank you for for don for your donations for the podcast. Um, let's see, that about DC's got my <laughs> dude. That's what it is, man. Yeah, OnlyFans. Just, I mean, again, not to knock on anyone who's doing OnlyFans. If you're doing that and making a living out of that, perfect. You're not working for anyone else but yourself but you know there are you know just the social and cultural backlashes to that especially within the Hmong community Hmong people were tripping hard when they found out Hmong girls are doing only fans you know what though you know you know you know it's just one this topic bro um Hmong people Hmong folks always look down on whatever breaks through you know what I'm saying like I'm just gonna keep it 100, man. Like uh, I've seen this shit time and time again, man. When something breaks through, everybody looks down on it. Like, uh, fucking slut ho, slut ho, whatever. But look at fucking Yasmin. You start showing her cleavage and doing her shit. Everybody like, look at her. Look at Yasmin fucking being a hoe. Blah 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 blah. Doing her shit, man. Look at her fucking grown like a motherfucker. Like that's what all the fucking Americans do. Like Americans do that shit. Fucking any model does that shit. Any fucking. But I ain't trying to say fucking everybody should be doing it, but I'm just saying back to the topic is that Hmong, Hmong community do always look down on whatever breaks through, whatever makes something happen, whatever joins the mainstream. Like, we don't accept evolution as much as we should, bro. Like, just be honest, man. Just, I guess that's, I guess that's what I want to say. Uh, progression is, uh, I, I think for a lot of the old heads, I think progression is it's, it's scary Progress, to them. Yeah. Progression, like, evolution. We need to, we need that shit to keep up, bro. I, I think what scares them though is like, you know, some some <laughs> folks are so tied to the culture and to the to the history and stuff that they don't want to lose any of that, which I understand. But you know, we live in the states, man. We're a melting pot in America here. We're gonna give and take things from different cultures and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know. 
Hmong people are known to do that too, man. A lot of the, you know, growing up, I I found out a lot of the shit that we do as a Hmong culture is not even ours. Man, man, a lot, of, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot a lot of our words, a lot of our words, bro. Like exactly. But but uh, you know, um, just like what uh, like diversity, bro. Diversity, diversity, bro. He said this in one of his rap songs. He said that when I, he was younger. The OGs used to tell him, "Don't fuck with selling weed. Don't sell weed. Don't sell weed. Don't don't be a fucking bad guy, right?" And he got locked up. He came out, and all the OGs are telling this shit. Are all grown weed and shit. And like, <laughs> like that's why I was like, "Damn, okay." Diversity was on point that one, bro. That line was fucking fire, bro. Like, oh shit, that shit was real shit. And he said it in home too. Like, fuck, that shit was tight. I but, really uh, enjoyed that interview with you and Diversity, man, because I think that was. Something about it was just very authentic. Maybe it's because you guys were outside or something, but like it was super authentic, which I really like. I know a lot of folks were joking on him those yeah. years prior, um, but he had he got China Mac on his on one of his tracks. So Ooh, shout out to him. He got China <laughs> Mac. He got Jay Stalin too from the Bay Area, bro. Jay Stalin. He got Eminem on the track. Yeah. Bro. So I mean, shout out to that, but. With China Mac um, being brought up here, did you ever go to his rallies? Nah, or- like someone mentioned it. I think it was Alex. To be honest, um, someone mentioned it on my uh, one of my lives, but like I never really knew that he was when and where he was at, so I could never really went. But would have would have definitely supported it if I knew more about it. Because yeah, I I um, I followed him a little bit of that. I knew that he was doing something similar to that um, because of the the old lady who got set on fire in new york and then um he was on timothy de la ghetto or tim chong oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. he was See talking that. about it yeah and then, yeah i honestly like when i hear podcasts like that or like dumbfounded when it's like super asian progressive i get like super amped up too i was like to me when i was listening to it at work i got into this whole mode of like man the white folks hate us you know <laughs> like Bro. i got to like this crazy mode i was like man if i was in cali right now i'd be marching well <laughs> over there Bro, China Mac is fucking G. Like, this is the reason why I like China Mac. I, I'm gonna be 100. Like, I don't listen to China Mac's music like that, left to right, everyday shit. When he drops it, I listen to it, and that's about it. Like, it's not memorable to me. Like, I'm not a big fan of his music, but I like him as a person because he be like that, bro. Like, when uh, what's that little dude's name? Lil Pump is that his name? I don't listen to Lil Pump's music, whatever. But Lil Pump said his line about like my eyes so low. Like an Asian Ching Chong, right? And then little the China Mac right away made a video. Fuck you, little pump. Who the fuck? Who the fuck give you the rights to fucking put my culture in your fucking mouth and fucking disrespect it? That's fucking disrespectful. Like right out the back, bro. Like he hella fucking represents Asian, like straight up, bro. That's why I love the dude, man. That's the only. That's the most reason why I, I love China Mac. Yeah, definitely the Asian progression thing. Progression thing. I think if anything, especially for. For anyone who's like Hmong that's listening to this, dude, I think if we just learn to just work with other Asians out there too, we could definitely grow as a culture. Um, I, I'm for that 100%. That's why, like, when uh, the last podcast I had you, and I was like, when, when are you going to branch out to different artists? And you're slowly doing that now, you know, with Stupid yeah. Young and just slowly, um, slowly, some of the other artists out there. But, you know, I, I think that's what's going to help us break through, man. I, I, I don't. I mean, starting off with a Hmong fan base is great and all to help grow because that is that I'm not gonna lie, that is. A, I mean, look at David; his numbers speak for itself. He yeah. started with the Hmong community and grew up, but with now with everything growing so fast, I think 
we really do have to try to reach out to more different cultures and different ethnicities with whatever content we're trying to make and not just stick to one thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that's, I, I, I listen to like those kind of podcasts and I get amped up. I go like batshit crazy. I'm like, I'm about to go out there and start marching for Asian folks right now. <laughs> like, I get crazy. China Max um, did a lot for the uh, Asian community. Yeah. I, you know, and, and especially with the whole Rona thing too, man, like, you know, not to knock on, not, not to do any like, cultural suffering like comparisons um but you know just seeing how other asian folks are being treated because of the you know because china you know because that kind of bullshit that kind of ignorance i'm just like damn dude like i i really felt it i i was like man i think china mag made a great point you know he 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 said this on on the on the no chaser podcast too he was like yeah, he he's. I'm paraphrasing here. He said, you know, like I want to support my my black brothers and sisters because yes, they they suffered the most. But at the end of the day, I'm Asian. I, that's who I am. I I gotta support that too, and that's my that should be the the cause that I'm supporting because that that's what I am. And I'm like, dude, he that shit hit me so hard. I'm like, dude, yes, we can support everyone else that's suffering too. But when it comes down to, it, we gotta support our own communities ourselves, too, ourselves, straight up. Straight up, man. That's why that's why I've been in the home community, bro, this whole time for a whole year, man. Over a year now, bro. I've been in the home community slowly just tapping into other Asian music, you know what I'm saying? But you know, 98% of my content is is the home community, man. Like I I gotta I gotta support ourselves our, our ourselves first than anything else, you know what I'm saying? That's that's just how I see it. That's my vision. I respect that. Like for me, I'm doing a little bit different. I I, I want to reach out to more diverse groups with my podcast. But yeah, I respect that, bro. I'll, I'll get there one day too. You know, I'll get there one day too. I, I think for sure, man. I I don't blame the idea of like starting with the Hmong community. There, but there, I mean, there are some things I disagree with. You know, like I I, I do feel like within the Hmong community, when it comes to supporting one another, there's, there's, a, there's, silly, a, bro. there's a big like hesitation towards that <laughs> it's like there's you know, a story, I, man you you right you on point dog like it's fucking hard to grow b100 it's hard to grow in the home community bro like you really gotta ask at one spot for a number of times for as long as you can until the tree falls but fucking uh how long do you have to keep a- do you have to keep asking you know um you're, you're growing as much as you can like you said, you know, you got to start spreading, spreading out and, you know, you start uh, going to other areas because, you know, it's hard to grow within a Hmong community because it's very hard to get another Hmong person. Not all, though, bro. Not all, not all. But most, bro, is like they will not support, bro. Like, just be just I'm just keeping 100, bro. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the honest truth. That's that's why I said, like, a lot of folks who watch our content and stuff, they don't see the behind the scenes shit. Like, when everything comes out of your own pocket. And then how discouraging it is at times where I mean you don't have to support our content. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, everybody has a opinion. The idea of like like just seeing each other support each other when it comes to like just growing as a community. Like if you want to see Hmong people be mainstream, you gotta support Hmong people that you like. Whether or not, you know, not saying these just for everyone, but if you like a Hmong person's content, go for it, support them. Cause like, look at uh, all death digital, you know, um, Kev on stage to hear more Patrick cloud, all, a lot of the, the black community, they, they support each other like crazy. Like even people who went to watch black Panther, which is a 
prime example, people who don't even read comic books, they all went out there and supported it because it was such a big movement. I understand most people don't have that kind of movement yet, but it's a great way to start if we want to get to that. You know, like start growing yeah. our content as as a community and supporting each other without, you know, I guess trying not to bash on each other. I will say that much, bro. I, I will say no matter what niche you're in, no matter what genre you're in, no matter what topic or however you want to call it you're in, um, I will say 75% are negative. You know what I'm saying? 75% of support 75% will not support, you know, you'll get the 35, you get the 30% around that, you know, saying that's going to help. And, and, and that's what, that's what keeps me going, man. It's, it's something's there, you know what I'm saying? Something's there. And, um, that's what I, that's what I realized, you know, just starting this channel is that there are people that do support, you know, and cause you know, I, I didn't even expect to get like, honestly, bro, I didn't expect to get a hundred subscribers, bro. Like, I was just like, I'm just going to do this shit. <laughs> and people, people is probably going to laugh at me, talk shit, whatever. Fuck it. Right. But then, you know, it showed that there are people out there that, that do support and that's what keeps me going. And, and I just wish that it was more of it, but whatever It's not, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but there's something in the home community that I think that if we help each other grow, if we help each other more often, I think that we could be way more and way up higher than where we at now. I'm just putting out there, man. Go ahead. You just said what you just said what I wanted to say. Exactly that. If we just support each other a little bit more, we can break through the the industry really. But you know, it, I mean, I understand that it takes time too, but what you're doing is is again is great, man. Because man, over almost six thousand subscribers, and I, I keep I keep count of your shit. I, I look, I'm, I'm, like I told you, I'm bro. looking at your shit, man. Bro, it's funny when people message me, right? They'll message me like, "Hey, bro, something, something." And I'll, I'll message back, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, you messaged back, like, bro, what the hell, like, you, you, you talk to me like I'm somebody big. I'm not, bro. Like for real. Like I'm just me and you right now. Like I tell you, Ricky, bro." Whenever you need help, whenever you need anything, whenever you have a question, whenever you want to sit down and talk, like I'm always here. I'm always gonna reply, bro. Like, I I honestly feel like even if I had one million subscribers, I would try my best to answer as much as I can, no matter what. I don't know, just something like something that in me that tells me that that's that's the right way to do it. That's the right way to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I wouldn't be. Like all stuck up and shit, like ever. Like that's just how I feel, and I don't know. I I agree with that one hundred percent, man. Because I I felt or I've seen folks who made it, and you know, they they're not. I don't want to say they're not humble, but they they, you know, they their characters change. You know, they they act more stuck up. You know, they kind of look down on you a little bit because like, they got some numbers on them. I'm like, bro, like we literally just came from the same area. Like you're not any better than I am. Besides just getting numbers and shit like that. But and I think that's that's what it is for me too. You know, like I, I try to help as much as I can. I, I I've been screwed over by some close friends and family, so I, I understand how that sucks. But when it comes to people who want to reach out and try to grow content and collaborate together, I I don't, for at least for me, I don't try to, you know, I'm not trying to be better than anyone. Um, I, and I think that's what it comes down to, man. You like like I've I've said before on this podcast, you got to work with those who are willing to work with you and to grow with you. You know, I, I think a lot of people get this misconception of people just trying to reach out to, you know, like for example, if I wanted to reach out to like Timothy Delaghetto, 
chances of that is never going to happen. I got to reach out to someone who I feel has potential to do it, but I shouldn't either, but I shouldn't discard those who are trying to come up either. You know, whether you have 10 subscribers or 100 subscribers or a thousand work with all three of them because you never know who's going to blow up overnight. Right. Uh, but let's take, let's take a look at some of these commentary I've been seeing go through. Um, Shane, Shirley, Laura, how, how you doing? Uh, hi, DC. Hi, Ricky. Hmong people and Asian people in general can't really break through this society's evolution. That's true because I'm going to I'm gonna be a bit biased here, but I, I, I blame uh, white people for that. Because <laughs> I blame white people for that because of how they present us in America. That's why we don't ever really break through. Um, <laughs> Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, that, <laughs> I I say that jokingly, but it is somewhat true, man. Because you know, being a, an Asian male and especially Southeast Asian male, we don't get that kind of love, you know, like some other people. <laughs> I don't do like, uh, bro. Like what you're saying, I get it, but I think that it's on ourselves to really, um, just. Do what the fuck we want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like I always preach this in my face on my Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like do what the fuck you want to do. We live one time, man. One time, one time to live your life, bro. It doesn't have to be, you know what I'm saying, growing up and fucking living the American dream, go to school, go to college, get a good job, and fucking live your life. As long as you're happy, you already won, man. Like you're happy, you already won. Like you could you could die and be like, damn, I done what I fucking want to do, you know? Like I ain't rich. But I've done what I wanted to do in life. Like that's, that's just what, what I want to talk yeah. about. I mean that that's what real success is, you know, like just being able to do what you want um at, at your own pace. Um, if you get rich at it, it's a plus, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So if it's not, it's all good. You did what you wanted to do, you have fun, you do your thing. I mean, I, I. But again, for those who are, who are still, watching, I, I do kind of stand, but I still stand by by what I said. I mean, historically, you know, for especially being again being an Asian male, I have seen a lot of that, and so you know, it's just my perspective. Some may some may disagree, which I respect, but you know, hopefully, you know, through a lot of this progression and um, more of this culture that's changing, hopefully that that does change for us as well. Um, we, we have uh, KPVG says stay with the roots and then let it grow naturally. I agree with that. Um, let's see. Gu Vang says you guys keeping it real, but honest truth among people in general don't support each other. A lot of them people just want to make it and not help others make it. But but much respect to you guys for trying to help the community. When you look at a lot of Hmong talented artists get bashed left and right. But yeah, that's true. Um, a lot of talented artists do get bashed but i mean that's what haters are for i mean like you know like i i see that there's a, a lot of not not just monk folks but the folks that tend to hate are the ones that i see never made it you know like they they want to do something like that but they just don't do it um but um, um i'm just gonna cut in real quick the ones that hate the most dog you will never see like a, a real image of themselves or uh it'll always be something random as fuck like they would never put themselves all out there like that yeah because because it's because they they negative man like straight up bro they 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 don't they don't they're not living how they wanted to they're not enjoying themselves but when they see someone else do it they want to chime in and be like oh uh, hella stupid oh fucking you're fucking trash blah, blah, because they ain't enjoying themselves bro just i'm just keeping 100 on the on ricky's uh 
spoiler for his podcast, bro. Hey, yo, keep it, keep it like that, dude. I honestly support that, man. I think you know it, it does get exhausting trying to be PC all the time. So, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's you know I think a lot of these, you know, he uh, to the person who who mentioned that Mong um, not supporting one another. I mean that that is true to to a certain um, to a certain point. You know, I mean yes, there are Hmong folks that do support each other, but I think it, it's just hesitation. Like it just because they don't know what they're getting into. If you're going to support someone, you want to know what they're doing. I think a lot of Hmong folks, you know, there's a lot of con artists out there and stuff like that too. So, um, I mean, the fear is there for sure. And, you know, I'm skeptical at times, but I mean, you just got to know the person's content. And, and again, I, I use you as a as a example, DC, like just being genuine with your content. 100%. I'm supporting it. I'm not gonna just be skeptical and be like, "Oh, he's just acting acting that out." <laughs> no. and that's why I had you on the podcast just to to see what kind of person you were, and that's. You know, from that first, from the episode of last year, I think you were the guest that threw me off the most because I did not know that you were going to be just how you are right now. Like I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, that's exactly who he is from the video. You know, so <laughs> if I still the same person every, every, for a year later, exactly the same, dude. Nothing's changed. <laughs> you got to present. That's how you got to be, man. Just keep it one hundred, bro. Like however you are, just do what you got to do, man. If you are more like, don't be around the bush. You, you're more straightforward. Be that person, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, if you're a straightforward person, like your shit suck, your music sucks. Like, be that person. Like, if you if you're that person, is be like that. Be that person. People are gonna like you for that. Like, you will have your own audience for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just what I do is I criticize in the best manner possible in my own way. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's just what I'm doing, but you could be straightforward and shit and people still love you for who you are like straight up, bro. Just be yourself, man. Like no matter what, what's your take on people? Like not being, okay. I, I see this a lot with the artists too. What's your take on constructive criticism? Cause people take that and be like, Oh, they're hating, but really they're trying to help you out. With um, if you, can't, if you can't take, uh, you know, criticism, constructive criticism it's not for you man it's not for you bro like um people you know i, I get i you know i see people come and talk shit whatever it's all good i laugh about it i fucking joke about it i laugh it off and i enjoy it like fuck it and um if you can't take if you gotta be able to like not even worry about what people think about you you know once you start worrying about what people think about you it's not for you too you know you, you're you're trying to impress too many people that don't matter that um that that are negative like i talked about earlier some dude with the face of um hello kitty is gonna sit there and talk shit about the home community and talk down the whole day like why are you worried about him you know he ain't got nothing going for himself that's why he's doing that like if, if that gets to you is this whole thing of getting in front of people is not for you man you know what i'm saying so you gotta knock knock that shit out of the way before you even get on the stage because you got it's something you got to be ready for and don't let it get to you. If you want to be a rapper, singer, you can't let that shit get to you. And then most of the time, half of the time is constructive criticism. Half of the time is just pure hate. And constructive criticism is always good for your improvements. And you have to actually take it into consideration and respect it and learn from it and grow from it. That's just uh, what I have to say about that. You, you know, one person I see, uh, again, uh, Coolio's comments here, uh, I think he was saying, commenting on what we were discussing about 
the white people. But yes, I, he, he agrees that we can make it out there. And um, there's a lot going against all of us, but anything is possible, which I agree to that. Uh, yeah, Coolio. Coolio is a very hard critic when it comes to music. Yeah, he is. he is. But he's honest, though. He's not like bashing on anyone. He's just real with his answers. I, I think that kind of criticism is good. And that's what I like Coolio for. You know what I'm saying? Like the way he does his shit, it makes me laugh. Like, fuck, this dude, like he he just says what's on his mind. Like he doesn't he doesn't sugarcoat shit. He just does he just says what the fuck is on. <laughs> it makes me laugh, bro. That's why I like Coolio, bro. For real. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I d I don't know, man. Cause I, I you know, with, with this culture nowadays too, like everyone's being um I guess sensitive more. So and it's all uh, sensitive, bro. So like a, a lot of folks growing like man, they can imagine the kids today like growing up with no tough like no toughness or no thick skin. You know, like social media has made kids uh so self-aware of themselves and their value is based on likes and subscribers. <laughs> That's okay. fucking terrible, man. Man, my kids ain't no bullies or nothing, but I told them like anybody try to bully you guys, you guys fucking fight back. I, I'll take care of that shit later. Like, fuck that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Don't let nobody bully you guys. Like, if someone's going to bully you about the shoes you wear, the fucking shirt you wear, you fucking fight back. I don't give a fuck. I will deal with it later with the fucking teachers and shit. Like, you take care of that shit. I don't give a fuck. That's just how I feel about, about like, you know, what we just talked about right there, man. You know, the good, that, it's, it's a real thing, man. There are kids out there, like, you know, uh, harming themselves because they're not like popular on Instagram or TikTok, like the, the, sure. like these new wave of kids are more sensitive to that and to comments that they see online versus like someone talking shit to you in person. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, but I, I just, I think that's just wild as hell to me. Like I, I still get shocked by that. And then, you know, seeing how, you know, with that adding onto constructive criticism, people can't differentiate that no more when you're trying to help someone, they get pissed off, but then like, and they get a hater, they still get mad. So, like, damn, you shouldn't have any of this. <laughs> it's all good, man. With all the negative news, man, out the way, what's positive, Ricky? What's next on your menu, man? Let's go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> what's positive. What's positive? Um, I'm in. I'm in the works of getting some more guests on the podcast. I'm actually uh, booked out for the rest of this year, so I'm pretty happy that I was able to do that. Um, but man, I I really just like doing podcasts like this man because you know i'm trying this live stream stuff man hopefully it picks up to um you know from just doing audio to do more videos and stuff now so that's been a big transition for me um i, I really hope to see more content creators really i, I know that a lot of uh folks want to be musicians and stuff but i, th I think the content creator just being over a content creator being creative it's such a great outlet for anyone, especially within the Hmong community. Because I, um, again, I that's why I started the podcast because I, I wanted to show Hmong kids that you know you don't have to just be a musician. You can do other things out here. <laughs> you can be yeah. an artist. You can be a videographer. That's what I am with you, podcaster. You know, like, creator, yeah, yeah. You, you don't have to just stick to music. And I, I've seen that a lot growing up. Like a lot of Hmong kids who just wanted to do music. I'm like, no, there's other outlets out there. So. I hope to see more of that within our community too. I know there's tons of Hmong podcasters out there for sure. There, there are some that are doing great right now. You know, um, shout out to like uh, Social Exchange Project. Like, um, I forgot her name already, but she's 
uh, the host of that is doing well. And you got, and you got like um, Austin Tiles Platinum Podcast. Um, there's also uh, William Moore. He's like a game commentator for like for, on Twitch and stuff. Like there's that kind of content out there with Mo Kids doing that kind of stuff. Right. Like, so, you know, not to knock on any musicians stuff. You want to be a musician, great. But I, I feel like if there's other talents that you guys have, definitely branch out more. You know, I think I think that's where um and being like a jack of all trades is what's really <laughs> help you for sure if you want to do like more stuff in this industry and stuff. Um again, then same for you, DC man. You don't have to just react to stuff, <laughs> you can try to do other things too. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I <laughs> um, the thing is, like, like what I do is because what what I do do is why I do what I do is because I enjoy doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to try to rap. You know, I I, I sucked at it. I, I always had a story to tell. It's always the same story of struggling and shit, and it always sounded the same. So I just damn had kids and I just gave up on it. But I love music. I was that like I always said I was that kid that. I was that dude that always fucking stopped everybody in the middle of conversation. I was like, did you guys hear that line that Nas said in his that one song? He said this and this and that. That shit was fire. Everybody's just like, here he goes, DZ again, talk about music. And then now I do it because I love doing it. And there's people that actually enjoy it with me, you know, out there. And it's crazy. And and and, and I think that's what helps me grow because there's other people that, that feel the same way I do. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you're doing as long as you love doing it i think you're gonna grow no matter what like for real for real like if you enjoy doing it what you do is gonna grow man like it just that's just how the universe works that's just i don't know man maybe i'm buzzed right now but that's just how i well, I, I agree with that 100 man I, th- I think really it's just um you know I, i've been I, it's cliche but i i lot i've seen i've been seeing this a lot too just consistency man that, that's how, what it really that is too, that too that too uh, let's see. Tony says uh, both of y'all brothers will make it. Keep striving for greatness. Thank you, Tony. Man. That means a lot. Uh, you keep keep doing your stuff too, man. I, I see you always improving on DC's live streams and stuff. Keep keep grinding. Don't quit, man. Uh, Shang says, if there wasn't COVID, would you guys be doing what you're doing? Actually, I started podcasting before COVID. I, I podcasted. Yeah, I was podcasting four years ago with another group, but then I went solo last year. So. Um, yeah, I, I'd still be doing this. I think yeah. COVID though has given everyone their they can do it. Do it. <laughs> I, I was I was already doing what I was doing before COVID too, and now with COVID, I I, I do it as a hobby. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't see it as as I'm doing it trying to make something out of it. I'm doing it as it as if I enjoy it, just as a hobby. So. I don't know, bro. It, but that's what that's what makes it good, though, Ram. Because like when you feel like a job and you enjoy it, that's that's yeah. how you know that's a passion, really. And I think right. for me, that's what it is for podcasting. I, I there are nights where I stay up almost twenty four to almost thirty two hours, <laughs> and I don't care. Uh, I'll, wa- I'll waste my weekend just editing and doing all this stuff, and I don't mind. <laughs> it's to the point. It, it it came to the point to where like there were some days where I, I didn't want to go to work. I was like, oh, I'm gonna stay home and do this stuff, but I gotta go to work. I gotta bring money in so I can support myself with this. Um, oh, chins on! So, shout out to Chin Chin. Oh, Thanks for joining. These Chin, what's crack a lagging, boy? Much love, man. Hey, you know what, man? Shout out to Chin, bro. Um, 
he made his comment. He posted his comment the other day about like you know he's though people are talking about man I should have jumped on DC Rats's uh, contest. I should have would have. But uh, Chin said, but you didn't, you know what I'm saying? So respect to everybody that did. Like, that shit right there, bro. Like, that was love, man. Chin, man, Chin, bro, you already know what I'm talking about, bro. Shout out to, shout out to you, man. Much love, bro. Shout out to Chin, too, man, on my end, too. When I, when I, when I met Chin Chill, dude, it was at one of the Hmong New Year's here in Michigan. Like, I saw him, right? But he came and greeted me first. I'm, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I, I was geeking out. I'm like, whoa, he came up to me, you know? So as a fan, I totally caught me off guard. Shout out to Chin Chill, dude. One of the nicest people out there that you'll meet. And yeah. Keep striving, Chin. You and Kalea. I was hoping to see that that joint uh, album that you guys <laughs> are planning to do, but I, man, I was looking forward to that. That's what I'm saying, bro. Chin brings his uh, what's the word? Um, he has his character in his music where he's confident. He looks cocky. He he you know he do his thing on the, on screen. You know what I'm saying? His music. But if you know Chin and you like talk to dude. You know, he is fucking hella cool, bro. Like, dude is a cool-ass dude. Like, he just, like, hum- he's he's humble, bro. Like, he's humble, man. A lot of people just know him through his music videos and shit. They look at him like he looks fly. He looks, like, you know, dressed up. He looks confident, and they don't see the side of him where he's just humble, man. But he is, man. Shout out to Jim, bro. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, I know Fax is doing something tomorrow, too, but... We should uh, all collaborate soon. <laughs> me, <laughs> you, uh, me, DC, and uh, and facts, man. Just one mega collaboration. Just talk whatever. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, let's see here. Alex says, "Keep doing what you're doing." Thank, keep. Thank you, Alex, man. Dude, I gotta say, man, Alex was one of the spoiler force day one supporters. <laughs> he was like <laughs> one of the first guys that like jumped on my podcast and was like supporting me. Uh, and he's actually. One of the very few that actually donated to Spoiler the First Podcast when it came to like tips and stuff to help me kind of grow my content. So thank you so much, bro. Shout out to you and thank you for watching this stream. Um, you know, just a few more things here before we wrap up, man. Because I, I know that you know you just got up, you, you did work, you went to work and all that stuff too, and, and was, came straight hey, to do this. I'm always like, if I'm free, I'm free, man. I'm good. Don't trip. Do what you gotta do, man. I'm here. So. Are there any changes that you plan to do for 2021? Anything that you want to, I guess, change um, for your content at all, or just keep um, more comedy, bro? Like because, like, if if anybody knows me, if anybody knows me at all, like the close people know this, but I love comedy, bro. Like the jokes that the inside jokes that I have with my family, the ins, the you know, the jokes that we do all the time. Um, like I want to bring that to life, you know, like the. Our own language. We have our own language that we we don't have our own language, but our slang, like we talk, our inside jokes, like we say shit. It's funny because nowadays nobody talks about it anymore. But when something happens, when somebody in the room is acting up and like doing too much, like we look at each other and be like, that we all just know, like this dude is acting doing too much, like shit like that. I want to bring it to life. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to bring that to life. Um. Me and a couple of my cousins, man, we love laughing. We love joking. We love acting shit out. But we, I just never talked about it because I never thought about doing it. But may, maybe when I start, like, when I start um, vlogging more, maybe I'll start dropping a little bit more of, of that side of the content. And uh, look out for that, man. I, it, it might be in the works, bro. I've talked to a couple cousins about it before. And, you know, they're definitely down. So, you know, who knows? And that, that might be coming soon, too. 
I'm looking forward towards that, man. <laughs> Comedy has changed so much because of social media now. Rea- oh, yeah. Not just react like reactions a big thing, but like you know, uh, stand up comedians are now using social media as a way for them to get out their brand more instead of just doing like stand up at shows. So I think that's great too. But I you know, but comedy is a very critical uh, area to, <laughs> to do because if, if they don't fuck with your, it's like not just like sending the music, they don't fuck with your content. It's not funny to them. Yeah, you will see their reactions <laughs> like. Yeah. They'll, they'll boo you off stage. <laughs> bro, bro, like, I, I really want to share the funny times that we went through, you know, like shit that we remember that we that happened to us and how we all reacted. Like, I want to put that on screen so people could experience that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't know. That, like, I, I, I think about that all the time. Like, man, how can I do this? My wife used to tell me back in the day, like, you guys should do some kind of fucking skits and shit. Like, before I started this channel, she's always telling me, like, you guys should do some kind of skits. You guys always got this thing about y'all where you guys are always cracking jokes. Not, you know, it's just whatever we do. But, um, man, like, I would love to share that with everybody, bro. Like, for real. But that's just something I've never really talked about on my channel. And I both mentioned it, bro. But, like, I slowly, I, I kind of, like, through a little comedy here and there when I don't have nothing to post, I'll just do comedy shit. But but uh I love comedy, man. I love laughing. I love stand-up comedy, bro. Like just w- watch out for that, Ricky. <laughs> it might I'm be looking to that, man. I'm looking <laughs> I'm I like comedy too, but I'm not comedic in that way. Like I'm only funny with my friends. Like I'm not funny with like if I'm in a random group of people, I can't be funny. <laughs> I'm too serious. Um <laughs> But yeah, that that's that that'd be really cool to add that to your to your channel and to your content. Um, and then last last topic here, um, what do you expect from the artists in twenty twenty one, man? Like you you literally spent this year from yeah. from twenty the beginning twenty twenty till now just looking at artists, uh, listening to their music. Mm-hmm. What do you expect from anyone really in twenty twenty one? We evolution, man. Like I said, uh, progression. Uh, I want to see. Uh, everybody's like taking taking up another notch, you know. Um, the whole goal of this reaction thing was to see what was out there and uh, to see what everybody's talking about. And from what I gather was, uh, you know, we lacked evolution. Kiswami asked me this question on one of my live streams. Say, what do you guys? Th- what do you think we're lacking on in the Mung community as artists? I said, evolution, man, because uh, you know we got to evolve as the music evolve. And um, I want to see people work outside of the comfort zone. And that's something I've seen Chin do, bro. Like, speaking of this, this is something I see Chin do. He's working outside of his comfort zone. Um, Not everybody's going to like it, but, you know, he's he's exploring. And and I like that about him. You know, he he tries different things. And he's confident when he does it. He do it, you know. So I want to see, I'm hoping to see the home community, like, evolve, Evolve from you know just rapping about sad stuff, rap, uh, you know sad bees, piano bees, dun 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 dun. Like you know we always hear that shit. Um, but I want to see how we evolve, and I hope that that kind of answers your question a little bit right there. No, that was good. I, I think overall to be a part of that experience, though, to see the growth of that and this, to witness the change of that would be such a great thing to be like just seeing and to be associated with, you know. Because, like, just imagine, like, you know, DC Reacts is the reason why Moan music changed that kind of ordeal. You know, not, not to, like, build yourself up on a pedestal, but, like, just to be a part of that change, to know that 
you yeah. had something to do with the evolution of music in the Hmong industry. You know, like I think anyone really would want to be a part of that. So I think it's it's great to to have expectations out of these artists too, because you don't want to just stick to the same thing like we did. You know, there's still Hmong folks out there rapping to '90s music. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not wrong with that. You know, that's your style. Is your style, but like what's the goal right to grow right. right to grow to get better to keep up with everybody else um we still don't have an artist that's popping like the vietnamese do you know we don't have an artist that's popping like you know um the koreans do you know like who is it gonna be you know who's gonna make that change who's gonna uh, uh you know take on the evolution like who's gonna break through like who is it you know it's like like you said just being a part of that and seeing that growth is it's more enjoying enjoyable enjoyable than anything else bro like just seeing it happen with their own eyes man like i'm waiting forward to that bro looking forward to that me too man i'm looking forward to it. i i would really like like the you know to, to end off this topic i i think um I would be very surprised to find out that if it was like an artist that was just an underdog, like, <laughs> like it wasn't like we like, you know, a lot of us expect like if it's David or Kalia or Chin or Swami, you know, you know, some of the, or anyone really that's already noticeable, but just imagine like an underdog just out of nowhere, just bam, shout out and broke through and no one knew who this kid was. I think that'd be crazy. Oh, definitely bro. Mainstream right now, mainstream right now. You, you can name our top artists, our top artists in the Hmong community right now, our top, top, top art. Who is your top artist right now? For me, um, yeah. top artist right now, I would say Swami, David, Kalia. Well, Kalia and Chin are together. So Kalia and Chin. And then um, I would say uh, Surprise. And then, like, maybe I wish T-Bone did more uh, uh, v Peter's brother T Bone. I, I wish he did more music. I like his stuff too, but he doesn't have a lot of content out. You gotta get the album, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. So if you ask your coworker, a Mexican dude, if you brought up that their names to them, would he know who they are? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's gonna be that one that's gonna break through, right? Like it in the home community, you have your tops of the you know of the ladder, but have they really broken through, you know, have they really broken through? Like if I ask my Mexican homie right now, I say, Hey, you heard of stupid young. Have you heard of, you know, uh, kid trunks? They can be like, Oh yeah, I, I, I've seen this shit. You know what I'm saying? Or I've heard of shit. Like who's the artist is going to break through. And that's what I've been waiting for, bro. Like who is going to be that guy? Who is going to be that girl? Like, who is it? So evolution, bro. E uh, growth. <laughs> and i hope all the musicians that tune in man i hope this motivates you guys too you know in a good way to really you know even if we don't list you guys to prove us wrong because you guys might have a hit that one day that might break through and you know so just keep keep working and and keep putting up music on dc's uh live live streams man, because that's how i i learned a lot a lot about these under like, these underdog artists so um yeah keep keep doing that uh, DC, let people know how they can reach reach to you too if they if they don't know your stuff by now. <laughs> it's easy to find me, man. DC Reacts everything. DC Reacts Instagram, DC Reacts Facebook, DC Reacts on YouTube, bro. That's the main three three 
platforms I'll be on. Um, that's about it, man. All right, man. Uh, oh. Keep an eye on the episode for 2021. Okay. Um, all right, man. So thank thank you, everyone who tuned in. Um, this this was a great episode. <laughs> I was not expecting to to get uh, this far. <laughs> I was like, I was, I, I thought it was going to be like an hour. <laughs> This is great content for ever, for anyone who's uh, who's listening and, and to anyone who joined in on the the live chat and and the stream. Thank you so much on my end for spoiler force because this is honestly the most I've had on a live stream when it comes to like live episodes. So thank you guys for engaging and thank you guys for commenting and giving your thoughts and and, and you know whether you agree or disagree. <laughs> you know, thank you, man, because. That, that means a lot and, and continue to support, you know, not just my content, but DC reacts content, man. I, I'm telling you guys, DC reacts, his stuff is, le- is legit. It, it's, he's super genuine and, you know, go back and listen to that first episode. Me and D- DC did back like uh, episode 26 or something like that. Listen to that episode. When I first bring him on my podcast, you'll see why I wanted to have him back on the podcast, but thank you again, DC, man. Let's, let's do this again. And, um, Keep keep doing your stuff and and again your contest uh, results your results should be on Sunday right Sunday night yes yeah, Sunday night, I'm gonna go live and, and hopefully with Flowgasm we talked about it on, we're gonna talk about it on Saturday night but uh, definitely announce it on Sunday night man everybody tap in uh, it might be live you know so yeah. um, again Ricky thanks for having me on the podcast I always love I would you know love to be on again um, just let me know down for it anytime bro appreciate you man thank you all right so this is episode 75 you guys thank you guys so much for tuning in and have a good weekend shout out to all the dc urx gang let's go man much love y'all if you enjoyed this episode make sure to follow like share subscribe and rate spoiler force podcast For comments, questions, or criticism, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at instagram.com slash rickyvang92.